Hello and welcome to the Bargain Band Movie Podcast, where we try to find a balance between racism slash sexism and this guy. Guys, I swear, I swear I'm not racist or sexist. Come on, you gotta believe me. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bargain Band Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez. I put out two tweets recently, um, one that said, if only African Americans are being considered for movies about African Americans, is that not still racist? And um, also one about uh, women only being considered for uh, to be the directors of female-led movies like Captain Marvel and uh, there was another one. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman actually has their director already, and it's a lady. And um, is that not still sexist? Uh, that's what I'm kind of going to talk about today. Uh, also in reference to, there's been a lot of uh, things recently that have come up, you know, the that pertain to racism and sexism. And kind of the biggest one that I've been thinking about is uh, the casting of Zendaya possibly as Mary Jane Watson in the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Everyone that I've heard so far that has commented on it, uh, they're they're all uh, white people and they're all uh, kind of on the liberal side. And I feel like they're all just trying not to be racist. And I feel like Marvel's trying to do the same thing. Um, and just saying that, you know, it's about who the character is and about how good the actress is or the actor. And, you know, not about the color of their skin. One person that I've heard, um, John Campia, said that, you know, it's more about the color of her hair, you know. And this is, this is where I agree with him. And I, you know, you can ask my family. I said this before I heard anybody else say it, that I feel like part of Mary Jane's character is the fact that she has red hair. Now, when you make a, kick, when you make a character, um, you want to have a good first impression. You're, you want your audience to have a good first impression of uh, the character. And a lot of times, uh, a good way to do that is um, they're, well, a part of one of your tools to do that is uh the way that they look so there are certain connotations that have that go along with uh certain looks and uh when you think of a redhead you think uh well i do i'm gonna say i do that um i think of somebody that has uh a lot of uh fire and passion and spunk and you know <laughs> and makshi and that's a lot of what um mary jane watson is she is and she's been described as an alpha female and you know she's the life of the party and that is communicated with uh in a shorthand type of way with her red hair and um normally you only see white people with red hair now my family has uh, pointed out to me that there is this family that we see around town where uh, the mom is a redhead and the the man, the, the father is um, uh, a, a light-skinned black man. And their kids are, 
oh and the the mom has a lot of freckles i don't know if that has any bearing on the skin color that the kids end up with but the the kids have like this amazing like caramel colored maybe a little bit darker than caramel um skin color and their skin is absolutely perfect like if they ever have acne in their life i will be very surprised um and their hair is uh like it's curly like i think the mom has curly hair and the dad has the dad has like an afro um and you know it's so it's curly and big and poofy and the color is like brown but if but also it's got a reddish tint to it and it's weird because like um it's almost like that white or not white but um blue and uh black dress that some people thought was white and gold i think i think that's that's what they thought it was i i see i saw it as blue and uh, black let's not get into that but um it's almost kind of like that to where if you tell somebody oh it's uh the kids got brown hair and they're like oh yeah okay they got brown hair and then if you tell somebody else oh they got reddish hair and they're like oh yeah they have, they have reddish hair and you, it would because it's kind of both and you can almost separate it in your mind as oh you know you can think oh okay they got brown hair and you know it looks brown and you think of red and it looks more red i don't know it's a crazy amazing completely unique color so but that aside most people with i think i just wasted your time with uh, just i just wanted to to uh describe how amazing these little kids look but um they uh normally uh a redhead it is a white person you know irish they all have basically they're all white and they got red hair anyway so that's the normal uh version of mary jane and uh as far as i can tell uh zendaya i haven't seen her be an amazing actress anywhere because she's just basically been on uh, the disney channel and everybody on the disney channel as far as main characters go they're all the same and they're all garbage so um i mean they can be kind of entertaining to watch sometimes but it's it's they're not exactly thespians but uh there's there was a, an interview with zendaya that uh she said that everybody's kind of playing themselves on this movie so i've heard that zendaya is you know she has amazing comedic timing she's really funny and has a great personality so if she's playing herself and she's just being uh this funny outgoing person great fine that's amazing i love it but originally what they announced was she was going to be this character called michelle and if michelle her character was going to be you know uh bubbly and fun and funny and you know whatever zendaya uh brings to it that's that's amazing you know i was i was excited for that because we're getting a new um version of the the or we're getting a new bad guy you know we've never seen the vulture on screen uh the big screen before you know all of his uh classmates and his friends and the, the kids that are going to be in his school are going to be characters from the spider-man universe you know and they're some of the characters that we've never seen before like uh one of the the asian kid is going to be um uh you know baby hobgoblin basically you know, he, his character his character's name is the same as the character's name 
who becomes the Hobgoblin eventually. And uh, who else have we got? We have Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson, uh, they uh, they race swapped him. He's uh, Indian and small instead of big and white. Uh, but he's a bully. So, I mean, bullies can be all types and sizes and... Uh, you know, a bully can have his posse and, you know, just have bigger guys that actually enforce his will and do his most his physical bullying for him. You know, and there's also, you know, making fun of people and have you know, psychological bullying, which I'm sure that Flash will probably do more of. Anyway, that's fine. And there, I'm going to give some other examples of, uh, you know, race swapping that, you know, is totally fine. Um, it doesn't change the character at all. And not that... Ooh, see, Slippery Slope. Not that Zendaya uh, can't do the role or isn't right for the role, but I feel like the the fact that Mary Jane is a fiery red is a part of her character. And it's a part of her character that I hold dear and that I have always wanted to see on screen. Uh, because... Uh, What's her face? Kirsten Dunst in the original uh, Spider-Man Raimi trilogy was not... She wasn't outgoing. She wasn't the life of the party. There was, like, one scene where she, like, ran off with her friends and, they're, you know, they drove off and everybody was laughing. I was like, that's all we get of Mary Jane Watson, the life of the party? That's it? And she was an actress in that. And But it was, like, she was really sad and emo the whole time and quiet just like a lot like um toby mcguire's version of spider-man let me just check if my my recording was not recording early i'm gonna check real quick okay we're good we're good okay this is it's still working okay so and that's a whole spiel with spider-man that you know it was better the first time and then i you know kind of think about it and it's like ooh, not so good but um they're improving and I was excited to see this um, new love interest for Spider-Man, and now they've changed it to where if you know if you're not gonna do Mary Jane the way you know it uh, she is in the comics to you know her essentials, and I feel like her appearance, her red hair is part of her um, personality, her her character. Because if you give her personality someone who looks different, then she's just a different character and she's not mary jane anymore and there was something interesting that uh james gunn said that um you know if it basically to the effect of if a character is you know if their look is integral to their character then they're kind of a crap character and i completely disagree because of what i said about the shorthand and the first impressions and her being a fiery redhead and um all right, so some examples of uh, where it did work to t- try and uh, contrast, you know, my feelings on on Mary Jane and uh, Zendaya. So, <clears throat> let's see. The first one that came to mind, but Electro, but is Electro, but I don't want to start with that guy. Um, Michael B. Jordan as the Human Torch. The Human Torch is this super overconfident guy who is a daredevil and he thinks he's great with the ladies and every once in a while he does gets you know uh you know a girlfriend uh normally it's just 
girls who have nothing better to do than hang on the arm of uh, a guy who's um, a daredevil. Yeah, so the, the his his whole thing is he's an overly confident guy who has fire powers and is able to fly around with the fire and whatever and burst into flame flies around the fact that he's white the fact that he's black doesn't make any difference a white man has no more bravado than a black man and uh it's not even nobody even thinks that so it's no there's no shorthand there's no uh benefit to him being white or black so just get whoever you like doesn't matter so they gave michael b jordan the um the job and they had um goodness whatever the they had uh sue storm was uh a white girl with red hair and they just said that oh uh sue was adopted and into a black family boom who cares um it all worked uh well that part of the thing worked out anyway um Idris Elba as uh, Heimdall. That one's kind of funny because uh, in Norse mythology, Heimdall was like the whitest of the white and the biggest of the big and, you know, the most Norse of all the Norsemen. And uh, part of, you know, being uh, the perfect Norseman was being like super pasty white. And uh, Idris Elba is a black man. So I just think that's kind of funny. It's kind of like um, Perry White uh, from Man of Steel being a black man. It's just kind of funny. Like it, it, there's no, there's no reason that he has to be uh, black or white uh, because you know Heimdall is this guy who can see across the universe, and he's the gate, the golden gatekeeper of you know the uh, the way into Asgard. You know the the guardian of the golden not the golden but the rainbow bridge i'm not sure if those are his actual titles i kind of just made that up because it sounded cool but that's who he is and it doesn't matter if he's black or white it just doesn't matter and idris elba does a great job like um it's commonly held that he's almost wasted on that character because uh idris elba could be you know a huge character in the marvel universe no pun intended dude's a huge man but he could be you know a more important character but you know whatever he's stuck as heimdall um let's see who else we got we got michael b jordan we got idris elba we got um sam jackson in uh the role of nick fury now nick fury in the comics used to be uh, this really boring looking old older uh, like veteran just like super jacked gi joe type uh white hair with you know flat top and uh he just looked like a guy from um what is that small soldiers toy soldiers i forget what the thing's called it's with kirsten dunce and this other kid um but he just looks like you know uh gunny lee erming on steroids and he's he's got kind of a boring look but and I think he wears like a blue shirt and uh, army fatigues and combat boots and just all the pouches, <laughs> like so many pouches and guns. He's got guns. And then in the Ultimates uh, version, the Ultimate Universe 
and so the ultimates version of uh nick fury he's a black man with a bald head and an eye patch the original might have had an eye patch i'm not sure and uh he's got a black t- i'm just describing sam jackson he looked like sam jackson in all the avengers movies and he looks so much more interesting like before he looked like a gi joe and now he looks like a human he's an actual interesting looking person so i think that was actually a step up okay so johnny storm steps sideways doesn't matter didn't make any difference um I didn't say Electro yet. I keep wanting to say Electro. I think that was kind of, that was a step up too because if you look at the um, original version of the of Electro in the comics, he's this uh, white guy who looks like he ran into, you know, like a, a kid's pageant, stuck his head through the, the Christmas star and ran out in an elf costume. Like, it, he looks ridiculous. But the Ultimates version, apparently, uh, and I'm not sure about this because I only saw, uh, the first time I ever saw the Ultimates version of Electro was the set photos from uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 before it came out. So he might not even be, he might even look like that in the comics at all, ever. But as far as I know, that's the Ultimates version of him. And he's a black man that's that turned blue and has electric powers. Instead of having, you know, Instead of looking like uh, David Tennant in a in a star costume, so that was a step up, I think as well. So Johnny Storm steps sideways, uh, Electro step up, um, Sam Jackson as um, Nick Fury step up, and Idris Elba step sideways. Basically, I mean, if you got some other guy besides Idris Elba, it would probably be not as good because it just was just so great in that role. he's got this like power to him that's just great for the role but uh, you know so if you got somebody else other than idris elba but it's more about idris elba than him being black or white yeah which was kind of my point anyway so <clears throat> what else have we got i think that's it oh okay so uh there have been other times in the Marvel Universe where we've got an all-black cast, which uh, seems like a good thing because on the one hand, all these African-Americans are getting jobs and they're getting the spotlight. Chadwick Boseman uh, gets to be Black Panther. Gets to be, uh, in quotes. Um, My sister had a a problem with that, you know, getting a chance to getting, you know, it's like it has this connotation to where they're like, you know, a token African-American person. You know, it's like they're just filling a quota. Whereas what I mean is they have an opportunity to show their stuff and to grow and mature in their craft and, you know, continue to rise up in the ranks. But it doesn't sound like that when I say it, so I just want to explain what I mean. And, um... So we've got this whole uh, black cast. We've got uh, the director, Ryan Coogler. Um, we've got Michael B. Jordan that was added to uh, the cast. we got uh, Lupita Nyong'o. And, <clears throat> you know, on the one hand, it looks great because we got this black cast. And they're all being cheered by uh, this room full of, you know, thousands of people in Hall H and uh, just being lauded by this audience. 
and you know they they got this huge profile movie but on the other hand it looks a little bit like segregation now it's not segregation but it looks like it just looks bad like if uh and this is kind of the thing that i have coming up with on the sexism part but if they had just a diverse cast that is they're just like okay we're gonna you know, we got this talented person, we got that talented person, um, you know, this guy's white, this guy's black, this guy's Asian, this guy's Mexican, whatever, and, um, you know, we can't tell what this guy, uh, what race this guy is, because, you know, he's half Irish and half black, we can't tell what, <laughs> he had to tell us that, because we couldn't tell what uh, race he was, you know, there, that happens. So, you know, well, the, just I have a little bit of a problem with the the black cast. It just doesn't doesn't sit right. Um, that also happens with uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage is fighting basically a black kingpin. I don't know what the character's name is. I don't know who the character is, but he comes across. He's a mob boss who's black, black kingpin. So he's fighting the black kingpin. He has this uh, familiar who is a um, is that a thing? Familiar? I don't know. His his friend is uh, a black lady um we got rosario dawson rosario dawson was already in the universe so you know it's not her fault but uh rosario dawson is also an african-american i think she see she is one of those that's a little bit um what do you call it uh racially uh ambiguous i don't know the future of the human race basically you know somebody who has lots of different races in their uh uh family tree so that whole cast basically is all black people um and i granted i haven't seen uh luke cage yet because it comes out in a month uh almost to the day it comes out in uh september 30th and is now um august 29th so it hasn't come out yet i haven't seen it but from what i can tell it's an all black cast basically so just it just if you're trying not to be racist, you're doing it wrong, Marvel. I I can I can see that you're trying, but you're doing it wrong. Okay. Now, for the sexism part of this uh, podcast, that concludes our racism uh, discussion, probably. Um, the the whole thing that um, Captain Marvel is looking for a female director now. If you're trying not to be sexist, you're also doing it wrong. Because uh, on the one hand, let's see, let's say they're playing uh, a PR game, and on the other hand, let's say um, they're just looking for um, the best person for the job. If they were looking for the best person for the job, they'd be looking at uh, men and women. But they're not. They're looking at their short list anyway. Is all women? Maybe their you know their uh, original list of fifty people included men but their short list includes uh only three women and i don't know their names because uh i don't i don't think any of them were uh directors that i was familiar with and that's a problem too but we'll get there um so they're not looking for just the the ultimate talent here because they're only looking at women and they can't you can't possibly find the best person if you're not looking at everyone so that's not what they're doing uh on the other hand they might be playing a pr game to where 
we've got a female uh led movie let's give it to a female director and you know kill two birds with one stone i don't know two you're kind of killing the same bird with two stones really you're this is overkill at this point um so they're playing this, this pr game but let me ask you wouldn't it be an even bigger triumph for whoever the director ends up being you know and it's going to be a female director because that's <laughs> how could it not be at this point but if they were going if they're trying to play this pr game wouldn't it even be a bigger triumph if they gave it to a female director after going through all these female directors and all these male directors just everybody and ended up picking a female director so say their short list was two men and one woman one uh man and two women four people two men two women you know and then at the end they gave it to a female director would that not be better for pr than just um just going after women and only having women on your short list i think it would be so either they're playing their pr game wrong or they're doing their talent search wrong either way <laughs> marvel you're doing something wrong here um sorry and let's see wonder woman did the same thing wonder woman is already um directed and shot and like they're in post-production right now they'll probably do some reshoots later but they have a female director because it's a female-led movie which is ridiculous they have uh, a black director for black panther because it's an all-black cast it, it, uh, it just feels wrong um now if you put a white man in a movie where there's an all-black cast that kind of looks bad too but and that's gonna happen too um invisible something ah it's not a very good name but it's uh there's a movie that's coming out pretty soon with um the lady from uh oh gosh um frick not not ballers um the one with terrence howard yeah man maybe i'm sexist too i can remember terrence howard's name but i can't remember the lady's name um his show on whatever <laughs> i don't watch tv what is this show called the it's a family called the lions and empire empire okay um the lady from empire and uh two other women and it's like world war Two, and they were um helping uh the war effort uh, by translating or something like that and this movie is being directed by a white man which i don't know nobody's talking about that because it's not um it's not interesting i don't know <sighs> so if you put like i said if you put a white man on, on an all-black cast that kind of looks bad too so i mean they gave it a gave it to a black man uh and that's probably how they got michael b jordan as well and they needed um, a lot of uh, African Americans because it's in Wakanda, and you know that's going to be an—it's a fictional place, I think, but um, it's populated by um, African. Actually, I think it's Africans because it's—I think it's in Africa, but it's they want African American um, uh, actors to play all those characters. So it's—I don't know—it's a slippery slope, and there's a lot of factors, but. 
I feel like they're just not playing their own game correctly or to the best uh, of the, the, the best that they could. And I suppose in passing, I should mention um, the uh, Danny Rand thing to where um, on one uh, on one side, they think that Iron Fist should have, some people think that Iron Fist should have been an Asian man because, um, you know, it when the character was uh, first created, it was, you know, like a time where racism was kind of fine with everybody and uh, nobody cared. Well, fewer people cared. Um, and, you know, it was okay to be racist by and large. And, uh, so they made it's a white dude who goes to the Orient and learns uh, martial arts and you know Oriental magic and learns to uh, iron fist his way through all the bad guys. So some people thought that he should have been an Asian man, but uh, there was a point by uh, an Asian man. I don't know if he was an actress or, or an actress. He wasn't an actress, that's for sure. But uh, I'm not sure if he was an actor or what he was, but famous Asian man was like, or at least with a lot of Twitter followers, said that, well, you know, that's all we need, right? Another Asian martial artist in, you know, the movies. Like, we have plenty of those, and it's almost like a stereotype. So... On the one hand, do you fall into the stereotype or, and, you know, or are we just giving, um, you know, an opportunity to an Asian man to, you know, have a spotlight? It's there, you know, there's both sides of the coin. And I think because the having, making him an Asian, I almost feel like makes him more vanilla because the, it's a stereotype that, um, you know, martial artists are Asian. That if you have a martial artist character, make him Asian. So, you know, why not be different? Why not make him a white guy? Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be, didn't have to be a white guy, but that's what they chose in the comics. So, if it's not going to benefit you to make him Asian, then why change him? That's kind of what I think on that. And I could swear there's uh, some other. Um, race swapping that's been going on oh uh the homecoming cast is very diverse they got uh they got an asian kid who's the hobgoblin or the same character he his character in the comics becomes hobgoblin um they've got uh vultures michael keaton michael keaton's white uh spider-man's white uh we got what's his face uh he wants to be he wants to be the the black uh, Spider-Man. I can't remember his name. He's on Community. He plays Troy. Can't remember his name. You guys know who I'm talking about. He's in the movie. Zendaya's in the movie. We've got another black girl who's in the movie. You know, uh, we've got an Indian kid who plays Flash Thompson. And there you go. So it's a diverse uh, cast and. I, I feel like so far Homecoming has done a good job of, hey, these kids are talented and they're also of different races. So it hasn't looked bad until uh, Zendaya suddenly became 
uh, Mary Jane Watson. And I'm still, it hasn't been confirmed, so I'm still hoping that she's still Michelle and we still just get a new character instead of, you know, wasting, uh, that sounds harsh, but, you know, changing, um, you know, uh, Mary Jane Watson needlessly because freaking Spider-Man goes out with all the ladies in his life. It wouldn't surprise me that, you know, he went out with this uh, girl, Michelle, that was uh, his roommate because there was a Michelle uh, Gonzalez in the comics that was his roommate that he went out with. So it doesn't surprise me. Like, why, when you have <laughs> a veritable pantheon of Spider-Man girlfriends, why change any of them? There's... <laughs> There, it, pick a random actress, and there's gonna be a character that he's gone out with that will fit her description. I'm telling you, you don't have to change her. So that, that's kind of my biggest hang-up. It's, uh, it's a disappointment that she went from being Michelle, who is a new character and uh, perfectly fine, to Mary Jane, and you know maybe maybe I don't get to see Mary Jane from the comics on screen anymore. And that's just kind of disappointing to me. All right, I think I've said my piece on uh, sexism and racism in the Marvel Universe, or the more like the failed crusade against the isms that Marvel has been putting on. Just a failed crusade. All right, what do you guys think? You, uh, am I crazy? Um, do you guys think that Danny Rand should have been Asian? Uh, that, you know, Mary Jane Watson doesn't matter what her hair looks like. Uh, hit me up on, on Twitter if you like. Comment on Facebook. Uh, it's Gabe in the Box for both of those two things. Also on Instagram. And I have uh, the Bargain Bin Movie, at Bargain Bin Movie Pod on Instagram where I just put up all of the, the thumbnails and sometimes I'll put like. A Spider-Man picture. I put a Spider-Man picture up because I thought it was cool. I love Spider-Man. This is uh, almost the fuel of this entire episode was I love Spider-Man and I want to see Mary Jane Watson on, on screen real, you know, really done justice. This Spider-Man looks great and I just want a great Mary Jane or, or just don't do her. Don't, don't have a new Mary Jane. It's fine. Leave her alone. Don't care. All right. Thanks for listening and I will talk to you soon, maybe in a bonus episode. Who knows? Bye-bye.